Hey everybody, in this episode, we're going to talk about some personal growth. So I'm going to focus on a couple points. Uh, One is material wealth versus experiences. Another, I talk about uh, optionality and freedom. Most, a lot of this is, you know, a lot of this is just my own opinion, but I think it pertains to a lot of things people are dealing with currently. So take a listen and enjoy. So I want to talk a little bit about a guy named Ed Litmore, starting off here. He's a guy on Twitter. Um, Maybe you could put him in the, uh, I don't know, the positive transformational Twitter, the manosphere. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Anyway, he has a quote. I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't find it. And it's, uh, um, but it's a really good quote. It's short, sweet, but it was basically to the extent of life is too short for just material things and it's too long only for experiences, right? And this is something that it's it's short, sweet, and, and obvious, right? It, it and um, the thing that caught me about it is because that seems to be the balance. That statement right there is something I think a lot more people around my age need to hear. Because one thing that I've noticed is there's a constant pull in society, especially for young people, and this is I think largely because. We have a lot of our basic needs met. I've said previously in other podcasts that we're kind of in the golden age in terms of material wealth, where if you want to, you can just chase, chase, chase money, right? You can just chase money all day long. And if you do that, you know, you can build up some savings, you can get a nice house, a nice car, but you sacrifice so much of your time. You sacrifice a lot of other parts of your life, of yourself, in that process, and it can leave you unfulfilled. I mean, this is, you know, this is, some of this is obviously coming from my own experiences. Uh, The last several years, I mean, for one, I'm 27, I'm not that old, but, you know, just going through college and then getting a corporate job and then going into the small business world, starting my own stuff, there have been, you know, I've been through a bit of a gamut. You know, uh, I've been through a a lot of different things in a short period of time, and I can say that um, when you're, there's times where you're just so focused, you don't realize, you know, kind of what you're doing. And there are times where I was working so hard, so feverishly, and in the end, I was like, ah, this is just not satisfying, right? And also, maybe there were times where I was doing all that work and I wasn't making a lot of money. And that, that sucks as well. <laughs> so um, that is another issue, right? That's another problem is if you're working so hard and you're not making a lot of money. But back to his quote, it's one thing I think a lot of people are looking for nowadays is that balance, right? Do you? And it's easy to try to go one way or the other. It's easy to go, ah, I just, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm just going to focus. I'm just going to focus on, you know, making money, or it's easy to go the other way and say, I don't give a shit about money. I'm just going to focus on, you know, experiences. And then you get those people that they have no money, they're bumming around on people, you know, and they end up not having any experiences, right? 
And what does that come back to? It comes back to time. Because life is too long to just spend all of your time traveling around the world, right? If you travel all around the world all the time, well, guess what? You're going to run out of enough. You'll run out of enough material things that you'll end up having to scrape by and shit's not going to be real pleasant. It's not going to be real pleasant for you, right? However, if you go the opposite way and you just work, 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 grind, 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 you're 40 years old, you look back at your life and you feel like all you did was work. And nobody wants to do that either. I mean, I know people in my family, I've known people and I know people currently that legitimately they're not even 60 years old and all they want to do is retire. And I don't mean necessarily like retire as in like um, be free. It's like more or less like, you know, the I'm going to retire and not work and like, you know, be a recluse, whatever. And to me, and you know, they come back every day, they hate their job, but they go and they do that fucking job every day and they hate it. You know, I did that for about a year at that corporate job um, where I didn't have any goal within that company and it was just every day I just didn't want to do it. And everyone around me felt the same way mostly, with the exception of a few. But it's easy to get sucked into a salary, right? And that keeps you in there. So that's something I've been meditating a lot on lately, and to bring it home to some other concept I've, I've been playing around with, um, it, has to, it feeds into the idea for me of what I've been approaching is this balance between hard work, but also not just having fun, but engaging in hobbies and things that I enjoy that are also improving my skills. I've mentioned before, I, learned, I, you know, I practice Mandarin all the time. In addition to Mandarin, um, what else do I do? I, you know, I go out dancing and that's a skill, right? It's fun, but it's like, hey, if you are a really good dancer, guess what? You can turn around and leverage that for money. I mean, you can teach people private lessons, do whatever. I mean, you can do that kind of shit. Um, you know, if you become very good at it and it's just overall, it's good, good for your health, good for your mind. So you know, I've, I'm high level in Taekwondo, martial arts, been doing it for years. Turn around, leverage that skill for money. You know, there's a lot of things that I could do with some of these skills, right? But they're also hobbies, they're passions. And what, what is the most important thing they do for me? They help provide experiences, right? So, you know, I have, you know, I do a lot of English teaching in order to pay my bills. One, it is enjoyable, it's not you know, a life goal of mine, but it's enjoyable enough that I can do it without wanting to shoot myself every day. Okay, so that's one thing. But on the other side of that, even though I can put in a hard day's work, I also can jump online afterwards and have an hour-long conversation with somebody in Mandarin. And afterwards, you feel so great. And you know, then later on that night, I might read a little bit of Mandarin, practice some writing, whatever. But guess what else? Then weekend comes, go out dancing. Like I said, I'm developing a skill. I'm also working on my mind. I'm also meeting people. You know, it's a great, it's all around, it's a fantastic time. Same with martial arts. I'm developing skills. I'm meeting people, having a great time. And it's providing a balance. These things that I'm doing are providing a balance between materialistic Wealth-seeking behavior, which is working, you know, say I, say I teach for 9 to 10 hours a day. I have some other side projects. This is one of them. 
But in addition to that, I engage in fun experiences, but the experiences aren't just for fun. I do them because I like them, but they happen to be, and maybe this is just me, right? But the hobbies I engage in, while they're building up skill sets for myself, they also, there's inherent experiences within them. And so, I mean, that's the, from my personal experience, that is the only thing I could really advocate for anybody to try, right? Is like, hey, if you find yourself stuck in a job that you hate, instead of, you know, if you're trying to find that fucking balance, right? If you're like, ah, oh, shit, I go into work every day and I just don't like it, you know, and I come home, maybe I go to the gym, I watch Netflix, I go to bed. What I would say is get involved in a hobby that is a skill, right? Whether it be learning martial arts, whether it be learning another language, whether it be learning, like I said, it could be dance, it could be Spanish, it could be Chinese, it could be, you know, jujitsu, Muay Thai, kickboxing. If you develop those, what will happen is those will provide you with an outlet for experience, right? You'll go to tournaments, you'll experience the rush of winning and the rush of losing, You'll experience all kinds of emotions and you'll get to meet some cool fucking people along the way. So that's that's what I think. Now, uh, I want to go ahead and jump to another topic here. Um, before I do, here's some sponsors. Okay, guys. So back, back, back to it. What are we doing? I want to discuss optionality. So it relates to what I was talking about earlier a little bit. Um I know earlier I was talking about experience, the difference between chasing material wealth and going after experiences and how for people my age, I think it's a big deal. And I also think it's a big deal for people in general right now. You know, I think a lot of people get into their behaviors um, and they don't know how to get out of them. They feel stuck going one way or the other. And my advice is to break out of your comfort zone, get a hobby, try something new, try something that'll build a skill for yourself. Now, another thing I've been really mulling around in my mind lately is optionality. Optionality in life to become, to have a better life, right? There's nothing worse than feeling trapped um, in whatever it is decision you've made. And for me, uh, in order to get through, in order to set myself up, you know, I pursue these hobbies, things that I enjoy. But what else do they do? I've mentioned before that I could turn around each one of those into something money-making, right? That's optionality, right? Uh, having savings in the bank is optionality. Having no debt is optionality, right? Because if I have zero debt, then I have more options than somebody who has a mortgage. If I have zero debt, I have more options than somebody who has 30 grand in student loan debt. And how is that the case? Simply because I have less financial obligations. I have less things to answer to. I can make a life pivot on my own. And that's it. I don't need to worry about, oh shit, if I quit this job, I can't quit my job because I have to pay you know, a house note, which is, you know, $1,300 a month. And, you know, if I, maybe the market's not good, I don't want to sell, blah, 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 whatever. Um, 
you know, there's all kinds of issues like that. Uh, same with a car note. The more debt you have, the less options you have because the more obligations that you have to live up to. So for me, the optionality, it's not just about debt, but it's also about skills, right? The more hobbies you pursue that you get good at, you don't have to be an expert, right? But if you pursue some hobbies, one or two maybe, and you get really damn good at them, then you know what? There will be, there will come a time where you may very well have a situation open up to you. Something might open up to you where all of a sudden you can use that skill. Or you might have an idea that you can bring multiple skill sets of knowledge you have together. And there's a guy named Scott Adams who talks about that called The Talent Stack. I've talked about it before. And he's got a book. Um, I think it's how to... I forgot the name of it, it's, but it, it's something to do with um, how to fail and still win big. Um, and a lot of, part of his advice is to build a talent stack, which is you, you, know, you don't have to be the top one percentile you know, or the what, 99 percentile. You don't have to be the top of the heap. But you, you, know, you could build up a decent ability in several areas. Maybe get 80% of the way there, right? Whether it be in martial arts, hey, maybe you don't have to be a ninth degree black belt in Taekwondo. Maybe you get a fourth or fifth degree. And that's higher than most people will ever go. You have more knowledge than most people will go. But to go higher will require a disproportionate amount of time. Similarly, it could be with playing an instrument or learning a language. For me, it's like that with uh, Mandarin as well. I I know that there's going to be a level of Mandarin that if I want to attain it's going to be too painstaking. So I don't need to get to the highest tiers. I don't need to be as, I don't need to be like a Mandarin poet, but I need to become, I want to be conversational, right? I I need to get 80% of the way there. The last 20% doesn't really matter. I don't need it. So if I can build up enough of those skills, then I have multiple options, right? If, If you have savings in the bank, and you've got multiple skills that you can pursue that you have built up over the years. Also keep in mind, you know, over time, this knowledge and stuff, it really does compound, like what Naval was talking about, is if you were to pursue, you know, a skill, a couple skills over a period of 10 years, and you just were patient with those skills, you would be masterful at, at a set of of a a set of things across the board that many people would never be able to attain even one of those right because a lot of people just don't have the patience to pursue anything in depth so if you can pursue multiple things at 80% which is very doable in many many aspects of life you could legitimately open up a world of possibilities. You lose your job, you start freelancing on the side. Maybe you start writing a blog, you develop your writing skills, and you start doing just little bullshit work. Before you know it, you feel confident enough that if you lost your job or if you wanted to start a side business, you could legitimately start getting paid to do it, right? Maybe it could be as simple as teaching another language. Oh, well, you know what? Hey, you're not going to make a you know, $200,000 a year salary, but hey, if your boss pissed you off, you know that you could start teaching a language as a freelancer or start your own thing or help out somewhere. You know you could do that. 
right? It's something in your back pocket. It's options. Something that I, I love. And um, there's a, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's where I want to go with optionality there. So um, I think I'm going to go ahead and leave that there. And, um, you know, before I go, when it comes to optionality, a lot of it comes back to freedom because the more options you have, the more freedom you have. And because uh, you just, you're just less constrained, right? The more options you have, you're less constrained. You can do more things you want to do. And for me, that's been a big deal. And there's this quote that's been stuck in my head because of some recent events. And it was a little bit of freedom. This is from Nassim Taleb. A little bit of freedom can, will make a man unemployable. And I, I'm paraphrasing. It's not exact. But that's basically the gist of it is if you taste a little bit of freedom, it can make you almost unemployable. And from my experience, right, like I kind of am in a quasi entrepreneurial state. Like I have my own customers, but I also work on various platforms. Some platforms have certain restrictions. Other platforms have no restrictions. So it's a whole different thing across the board. But it's more freedom than I would ever have working for one company. More than, I I mean, 100%. And I can tell you right now, I've been offered a couple of uh, jobs I've been offered a sweet, 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 delicious job that four years ago I would have jumped on in a heartbeat and I have rejected it because quite simply, I don't want to give up my freedom. I enjoy the fact that I can legitimately do what I want. I just like that too much. Um, so as long as I employ discipline, that's the danger that I get undisciplined. But I can tell you from my own experience that once you taste freedom, if you are making enough money to suffice, because you know you got to have some basic needs met, hey, you'll forego that extra extra bit of cash because I did, and you'll forego that extra bit of social status because I've done that as well. Um, now I can't say that about everybody; everybody's different. But uh, that's my perspective. Anyway, that's where I wanted to go with this podcast today. I hope you enjoy. Everybody, have a great day.